Song of Songs holds so much importance for us as believers because it really paints a picture of the depth and the magnitude that Jesus loves us. His adoration for us as believers, as the body of Christ, his true delight and joy and how he sees um, the believers here on earth. I mean, it literally takes my breath away. It's, it's the most beautiful love. It is the most beautiful love. Like that's all there is to it. And when we are able to look at the word of God in that deeper way, and we, and we are putting it together in the sense of when I read the Bible, I know I am reading God's love letter to me. Not I'm reading the Bible and I'm finding a sermon for Sunday. I'm reading the Bible to find a way to um, make my argument justified. I'm using scripture to make myself feel better. But, but we actually read the word of God to say, this is your letter to me. And your letter is full of love. And you might be correcting me here. You might be disciplining me here. And you might be lavishing your love on me here. And you might be healing me here. I'm not sure. But I know that you are speaking to me. And it's nothing but love. When we read the Bible like that, it's like, my goodness, it just takes your breath away. You realize my, my God in heaven who created the heavens and the earth, who rules the entire world, who hung the earth on nothing, adores me. He loves me and he likes me. I mean, it's just profound. And in Song of Songs 4, we see a picture of Jesus talking to the bride of Christ. And he says, listen, my dearest darling, you are so beautiful. You are beauty itself to me. Your eyes glisten with love like gentle doves behind your veil. What devotion I see each time I gaze upon you. This is the desire of Jesus, this verse here. What devotion I see each time I gaze upon you. You are like a sacrifice ready to be offered. Now that might sound like the weirdest <laughs> love language ever. You know, you were like a sacrifice ready. <laughs> you know, um, it might sound kind of crazy, like you're ready to be offered up in a sacrifice. But from the Lord, that's a beautiful, beautiful thing to say, because sacrifice and obedience is a love language that he understands. And when he says to us, you are like a sacrifice. Your life has been laid down. You have counted your cost and you have chosen me. This is, this is beautiful to me. This is love to me. This moves me. You're, you're like an offering. You've done like Romans 12. You've made your life a living sacrifice. That's beautiful. That's why Peter says, you know, don't adorn yourself just with makeup and earrings and fix your hair and dress nice because that is not the beautiful thing to God. He says, but live pure and live righteous and live holy and live under the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Live surrendered. This is beauty. Goes on in verse two. When I look at you, I see how you have taken my fruit and tasted my word. Your life has become clean and pure like a lamb washed and newly shorn. You now show grace and balance with truth on display. Ooh, 
He's like, you fine now. You, you, you have eaten the good thing and it is manifesting in your spiritual walk. You have eaten my word and it has purified you. King David said, how shall a young man cleanse his way? The word of God. Verse three, your lips are as lovely as Rahab's scarlet cord. Speaking mercy, speaking grace. The words of your mouth are as refreshing as an oasis. What pleasure you bring to me. You know, your lips are as lovely as Rahab's scarlet ribbon. Rahab's scarlet cord. Rahab's scarlet cord was a sign of belief in salvation. I believe. I believe that you'll save me and you'll save my whole family. I believe that you will have mercy on a sinner. I believe that you will turn a prostitute into the savior of her family. I believe that you will take anyone who sees who you truly are and respects and honors you there. You can take their life and put it in the bloodline of Jesus. Your lips speak those kind of truths. Jesus is talking about us in our becoming. Yeah, we used to be lost and we used to be a wretch and we used to be... um, full of witchcraft in our personality and we we used to manipulate and and control and we used to override our authority and we used to be rebellious and we used to have hate and unforgiveness and bitterness he says but now when I see you I see that you've taken my fruit and you've eaten my word I see that you've become clean and pure and you are balanced and I see that you you speak of faith you speak of salvation you speak of amazing grace what pleasure you bring to me that's when we know we we have allowed Jesus to delight in our lives simply by taking from who he is taking receiving his adoration we 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 long to be beautiful Every person, we long to have an element of of just absolute beauty. Things that you can't even define. You can't even articulate. You can't find words for it. There's not vocabulary for it. We we desire so deeply to have those things in our life. And, and it's so easy how we get it. We literally receive it from Jesus. We receive the love that has no definition. We receive his adoration. We receive his absolute pleasure and delight over our lives. We receive from him his uncon- unconditional, irrevocable love for us. We receive it with an open heart, with an open mind, with an open spirit, and we become those things because we taste of them. We take them. I see your blushing cheeks open like the halves of a pomegranate, showing through your veil of tender meekness. And when I look at you, I see your inner strength so stately and strong you are as secure as david's david's fortress your virtues and grace cause a thousand famous soldiers to surrender to your beauty your pure faith and love rest over your heart as you nurture those who are yet infants he says you are you are opened to me you are opened to me and things that were hard become tender 
Your heart has become tender. You have become humble and meek. You have allowed me to work on you and to cause you to become something. And when I look at you now, because you were so tender and so gentle and so, so humble, I have made you strong and secure like David's fortress and a thousand soldiers surrender to you because you became weak. You allowed me to become your strength in your weakness. I am strong and my grace is sufficient. Your pure faith and love rest over your heart as you nurture those who are yet infants. You have now become a nurturing place for believers. You have now become someone who leads others to me. You have now become somebody who grows others in the faith of my kingdom and my ways and my character and my sacrifice on the cross. You have become something so beautiful. You have become like me because you have taken from me. You have become adorable because you have received my adoration. You have become lovely because you have received my love toward you. You have become beautiful because you have received my beautiful gift of love. This chapter and this book is such a beautiful depiction of how loved we are. This, these truths leave us with no excuse We can't be people who don't wear I love you in everything we do. Who don't say I love you with everything we say. Because we've been so wonderfully loved. We can wear I love you. We can say I love you. We can minister I love you at every single turn. Even when we are rejected and hurt and abused and misused and mistreated, we can still be saying I love you just like Stephen did while he was being stoned. Why? Because we have been so wonderfully loved. And we have taken from the best fruit and we have eaten from the true word. And by that we have become clean and pure and we are wrapped up in Rahab's scarlet cord. We are wrapped up in mercy. We are wrapped up in the redemptive story of Jesus. We are so loved. For God so loved the world. Then we can so love the world with him by his perfect example you are a lover of God and you love people